Naimob, I hope this finds you well. With this yarn, I just want to yarn about, is your past stronger than your future? Is the calling of your old self, your old ways, your old habits, your old ways of being and doing, keeping you where you are and keeping you in your past rather than the calling of your future and the things that you need to do, who you need to become stronger than the calling of your past or your current self. So for context, I'm currently on beautiful uh, Wurundjeri country. I'm in Nam and I took two weeks away from home. I booked myself an Airbnb to come to Melbourne to work on my business and also to work towards something absolutely massive happening this Sunday. More about that later. And I came to Melbourne because being at home in the thick and craziness of and the fullness of my life of, of being a mum with a two-year-old at home, three teenagers, um, running Kilalana and being in the thick of the delivery of our programs with our staff and our young people just meant that I didn't have the time or the capacity or the space to actually slow down enough to work on things. And there's a difference between being in the power of your skills and doing that thing and actually building something around that so you can actually do that thing at a higher level. And for me, now that we've got staff, now that my kids are, are growing, well, they've been growing the whole time, but having this reflection that things need to shift in order for what we're doing to be sustainable, in order for me to be able to keep being all the things, there needs to be some shifts and there needs to be some structure and systems and processes. And you mob, in the past, I would run away from systems and structures and being organized because it scared me. I didn't know how to do those things. I didn't know how to be that person who could be organized. And I thought being organized meant that I would have to be stuck, that being committed was was being restricted. And these are all conditionings. These are all narratives that my old selves have had about what it would take to actually get my shit together. And getting my shit together in this season is very different to what it meant in previous seasons. And I, at home, I was, I'd be shifting between overwhelm and avoidance and a lot of stress. And I was starting to get the physical symptoms of stress. My body was in pain. Um, my gut health was spiraling. My mental health, my mental illness of like the, the dark thoughts and being tired all the time. And for me, when I'm too tired, it's often an indication of avoidance. Um, so I'm, I'm knowing myself at a deeper level in terms of the things, the physical responses that are coming up for me are often an indication of what's happening emotionally or mentally. And for me, tiredness is often a good indication of um, avoidance and procrastination. So with this recognition and uh, with this insight, I chose to come to Melbourne for two weeks to work on things. And one of the, I think it was the second or third day that I was here, I opened up my social media as I, and I was scrolling as I was walking and Annie Karen Demery's uh, post come up. And if you don't know of her work, go check her out. She's absolutely amazing. It's like having this 
auntie in your pocket or on your screen that just is able to give you that loving bitch slap, that wake up call to go, bitch, look in the mirror, like look at your own reflection and see and actually see yourself and what's happening. And the post on this day was, what are the cost of your excuses? The cost of your excuses is costing you your life and your future. Wow. It was just like my mind was absolutely just my mind exploded. And then the second kind of message that's been shaping the theme of this last 10 days was about five days ago. And I'd posted a a photo of me studying and on it I had values written And she commented underneath and she's like, if you had taken action and taken steps towards your dreams as much as you have sat down writing about them, you'd already be there. And it was like this punch in the stomach or a knockout. Like I was just sitting there and I was reflecting and I was like, she's right. And at the same time, I sat with this and I've been looking at things, I've been reflecting on things And sometimes when I open my social media, especially my Facebook and Facebook memories, this year it's, I've been looking at it from the wrong angle. I've been looking at it from an angle that's caused me more harm than good. And I promise you, Mob, this going off on tangents will weave together soon. So sitting at home, being in the thick of things and being stuck between the love for my life as it is and the overwhelm of not being able to have structure and flow to that life um, really called for me to go, right, I need to get out of the thick of things so I can work on things and start to bring some structure. And like I said, in the past, structure to me was, it was like feeling like I had handcuffs on. Structure and um, being organized and having processes and systems all scared me because I didn't understand how that would weave into who I was, but it's also something I've never done before. Coming to Melbourne and just being with everything and then looking at these, hearing these messages. And on my Facebook, I'll get these posts that will pop up that or videos that I've done in the past. And I'll listen to myself back or I'll start to read the the post and then I'll get out of it and this shame spiral will come where I'll like how could I write that and yet I'm still doing the same thing I haven't put into action the things that I said I was going to do or the insights that I was talking about didn't weave into my consistency it wasn't the day-to-day reality and consistency isn't a strong strength of mine in that with my jiu-jitsu I'll do it for two months three months and then I'll have a break or something will happen and it'll take me a while to get back into it. My health and fitness, I might train two days a week and then life will happen and I'll stop and I'll start again the next week. So this stop-start relationship. And I used to be really hard on myself and me being hard on myself and shaming myself and punishing myself for those things would actually lead to more of those behaviours. And even looking at my social media stuff, sitting down and reflecting on this the last few days is that actually my past self was planting seeds for my future self to find. Those messages that I was speaking are speaking to me now. And what I've realized is actually stripping everything back and looking at my life and looking at the cost of my excuses or the cost of pressing pause and actually doing the math of those numbers is massive. If I'd taken action 
at the time and being consistent, I'd own a home right now. Um, my jiu-jitsu would look very different. I, I would have, could have, should have. And there's truth in that. And at the same time, this is where I am at. Nothing can change the past. However, I can take that knowledge, that insight and those reflections and with love and kindness to myself, but also accountability and responsibility, I can start to be intentional in each day and start to make a shift where my future and my dreaming is stronger than the calling of my past. And I actually stopped to look and the fact is I've had this awakening for probably since I was about 33 that things needed to shift, that I needed to do things in a more intentional more sustainable way. I've never quit on myself, you mob. Like I have never stopped trying. I might have had months where I didn't do things, but I would come back. The calling of my past was often the the 60% of where I would be at. And then 40% of the time I would be working in my future self, in my higher self, where I'd be consistent. My actions would be based off of the future that I wanted for myself and my family and that my dreaming was calling me to. And then the other time, 60% of my actions would be based off of old behaviours, old patterns and avoidance and old selves. I can love all parts of myself in this moment and reflect on where I've been and the fact that this last 10 days has been an exercise in living in that, where I've been able to go in the morning sit and be intentional and I know that my phone is a habit that I pick up so I'm using it to work with me rather than against me and the first thing I see as soon as I open my phone is a photo of me and my babies on country feeding the water doing a smoking ceremony and I just stop and look at that and then I can ask myself this question is my past stronger than my future And looking at my babies, I can say to myself, what is the consequences of allowing my past to be stronger than my future right now in this moment? And I can sit with that. I have no idea where I stopped there. I just had to stop and do something. So I completely lost my train of thought. And this is the reality of being an intuitive downloader and an intuitive speaker where something that's happened in my world or in the moment or I'll be reflecting and this download, this realisation will happen and I'll just feel called to share it. As I just wind my way back to finding that connection point around, is your past stronger than your future? And when you realise, that moment where you realise and you've got the courage to stop and actually sit with your own reflection and acknowledge that your past your fears, your trauma, your old selves have been stronger than the calling of your future, you have a choice. You can either go into a shame spiral, blaming yourself, hurting yourself even more, and then that just allows you to stay stuck even more. Or you can have healing, you can have kindness and compassion with a strong dose of accountability and responsibility to go, I have a choice right now. I'm in a moment where I can make a choice with this realization and I can use it to plant seeds and take action right now and do something 
that will move me towards my light while still dancing with my shadows or I can stay in the past. And here's what I've realized about those all those moments where I stopped to share something on social media. All those moments where I wrote something that was really powerful at the time, even though I may not have been living that the next day from the day that I wrote it, or I may have said something and I did it in the moment, but I didn't do it the next moment, is that all those things were ripples. They were pebbles dropped in the water that created ripples. They created momentum. And that momentum was really gentle. And I've never stayed stuck. Even though I might not be where I could have been or where I want to be, I'm not where I once was. I have never given up on myself. I've never quit on myself. And all those seeds that I planted with those messages, with those, the times that I did make it to the mats, the time I did do that push-up, the, the time I took that action and sent that email, those seeds are now starting to take root and they're starting to grow. Some are starting to bear fruit and some are just starting to wake up. And the momentum that was created is starting to get a little bit stronger. And I've realized meeting myself with kindness and compassion is healing and also a strong dose of accountability and responsibility to go, what is the consequences of my excuses? What is the consequences of giving my past and my old selves the power to make the decisions, the the power to keep me here? What is the consequences of that? The consequences are is that I'm 40 this year. I have currently have in this moment yet, I don't have yet financial stability. I have no superannuation. We have no savings. We don't own our own home because when I was looking at it, I was beating myself up for not having financial literacy, for um, not having financial security and stability. What I did do with my superannuation, I didn't go and spend it on the pokies or on things that didn't matter. When I drew on my super, it was because I was taking care of my family. It's because I was sick with postnatal depression and couldn't work. It's because my family needed a car. And when I wasn't building wealth and everything else, I was investing in my family and taking care of them and being ngamika, or I was doing jujitsu and building up myself to even have this story to tell to be a three-time world champion. So yes, I might not be where I wanted to be, but I also wasn't sitting still either. And the realization at 33 that something needed to shift and not taking the time to learn the things I needed to learn have meant that there's been seven years where I've been stuck in this kind of this this quicksand of I'll get out so far and then I'll be then I'll be called back. The fear of and the shame of not understanding money and not learning about financial literacy about how can I build my super in a sustainable way. Learning about business finances and cash flow and everything else have kept me at one level. 
So here's where it's at. The cost of my past and the calling of my past were far stronger than the calling of my future for the majority of the time. And like I said, it was usually 60-40, where 60% of the time I was stuck in old ways, in my past, in my mental illness. And then 40% of the time I was doing the work, I was showing up and I was taking action. I was being the person that I was called to be. I was being the healed version of myself. And both of those things have woven together to create who I am here today. And this two weeks that I've taken to invest in myself, to be with myself, I might not have gotten the physical assets of things that I've wanted with the time that I've had here. However, the healing, the releasing that has been done, the truth that has been told to myself and has been allowed to surface is that my future is stronger than my past. And I've sat and reflected with the cost and the consequences of my excuses How will me not leveling up, how will me not starting to bring in foundations and structure and systems cost not just me, but the consequences to my family, to my babies of not learning about financial literacy. So we actually set ourselves up to be secure, that there's, that there's a safety net there for my babies, that Learning business literacy, financial literacy sets my staff up to be safe and secure in the jobs that they choose to want to work with me and at Kilana. That our work is sustainable for the youth and the and the women that choose to come into Kilana and go, this is the space for me. And even just for myself, sitting there going, where do I want to be in December? Where do I want to be in 18 months' time? I don't want to be sitting in the same space thinking about the same things. I want to evolve. I want to grow and I'm ready to do the work of sitting with myself, of building that that resilience, building that skill and that muscle required so that my future is stronger than my past. And what does that look like for me right now? It means creating morning routines where I get up And I look at something that anchors me in my future, that anchors me in my dreaming. And that's a photo of my babies on country. It's a photo of the girls of Kilana doing one of our activities. So I've created this little reel that I look at that is of me doing jujitsu, that is of my babies playing on country, is of the laughter of the girls at Kilana coming together. It's of our first boys program. It's of me sitting under a tree on country just weaving. And this reel is my future. And it's what I want to be my now. It's what I want to be my day-to-day reality. Being on stages, telling my story and seeing the room, thinking, planting seeds, creating ripple effects. Being able to go to sleep at night safe and secure in the fact that I've used the day meaningfully, that I've been myself and that I've done things that move me towards my future, not keep me stuck in my past. 
and that I wake up in the morning inspired and empowered by the calling of my dreaming, not tired and overwhelmed from the stress and the the carrying things that no longer belong to me and allowing my past to stop me from moving into my future. On a practical sense, it means getting up and moving my body even on days that I don't feel like it. And I don't mean going out for a big, heavy run and being like all mental discipline and and like go as hard as you can. Like being consistent means um, staying focused 100% of the time. It's being gentle and meeting the moment for what it is by going, okay, what am I capable of right now in this moment? And that might mean getting up out of bed and doing some movement-based stuff on the on the ground, using the knowledge that I have to move the move the energy through my body, to stretch my muscles. On the next day, it might be getting up and going to the gym and squatting 100 kilos, which I'm so excited for you, Mob, when I can get back to that and I build my body to be able to do that. In this season and in this moment, it's about doing the work and creating the foundations and doing the work of leveling up to have the resilience to have the strength to be able to do those things that my future wants me to be able to do in this season. It is about preparing myself. It is about building the self, the mind and the body and becoming the woman who can do those things by bringing her into the now. What does that look like now to be that future self of someone who is financially safe and secure, who knows her numbers has a business model where she's booked out three months in advance, not looking for new gigs every week, where she can sit down and have a a meeting with her, her finance team or her leadership team and be confident in her skills as a CEO because there's structures in place, there's systems in place, and she knows what each role requires. This is a message as much for myself as it is for you about the fact that in this season... I can humbly say that the calling of my future is stronger than the calling of my past. And I now have the courage, the accountability and the responsibility to stop in the morning and press pause and ensure that I am anchored. My mindset, my focus, my belief, my calling is focused on my future, not my past, because I know the consequences the cost of staying stuck in the past and that's costing me my future and that is a cost that I'm no longer willing to pay. So in this moment, I hope this invites you to stop and be with yourself and go, is your the calling of your past stronger than the calling of your future? And not use that awareness or that knowledge and that reflection to beat up on yourself and give yourself even more reason to stay stuck or to stay in your past, but to meet yourself with compassion and love and alongside that responsibility and accountability to go, what do I need to do now? Or what can I do right now to create momentum, to plant some seeds, to drop some pebbles that create momentum that slowly move you forward and look for the times that you did take action. Look for the evidence where you didn't quit on yourself. And if there is none, Create something today 
that your tomorrow self can look back and go, see, I did do something. I am being that person. Big love you, mob.